0: If we can communicate with our children better by asking more questions, what happens is that it really fosters their creativity and their imagination. Welcome to the CornerCast, brought to you by Kelsey's Corner, a safe place for unscripted moms. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help moms find confidence and purpose outside of motherhood. On the CornerCast, you will hear real stories about the struggles of mom life, hilarious things my toddlers do, and hacks to help your life easier so you can enjoy it more. I'll cover hard topics and pullback layers you might miss while comforting you with lots of laughs along the way. I see you. I hear you. I am with you. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode one of the CornerCast. Just as a reminder, I don't filter myself or my stories when I record, so headphones around children is always a good idea. Feeling hopeless and unmotivated as a mom is one of the hardest feelings. I want you to know that no matter where you are in your journey, there's always help. Therapy changed my life, and if you've thought about taking the step to prioritize your mental health, you will always find options to help you right here. If you're interested in getting a therapist to work one-on-one with, you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash bravehearted and get a discount on your first month today. So in true toddler mom fashion, I'm going to start us off with a story today. And I feel like this is what we do as moms. Like when you become a mom and (laughs) you go places, you don't even ask what people's names are or about them anymore. It's, so how old is your kid? Or where do they go to school? Or anything that's mom related. So I'm just going to ride that cliche of nobody cares about the mom and start us off in this very first episode with a story from Cameron. So, okay. So the other night, Cameron was complaining about his butt hurting and Cameron sometimes says stuff like this, just as I think some attention seeking behavior to where it's like, okay, I see when my little sister cries, I can get, she gets attention. So maybe the same will work for me. And the psychology of it makes sense, right? So he's a smart kid. He picks up on it, but he wasn't actually crying. He was just saying like, oh, my butt really hurts. And so I'm like going through the mom checklist. I'm like, okay, so... Do you have to go poop? Like, you know, is it is it your butt hole? Like what exactly is hurting? Asking him these questions. And it's like he couldn't really give me an answer. And then finally he was like, "Okay, yeah, I think I have to poop." So whatever, he goes, I don't even know if he pooped or not to be honest with you. So this is day 1 of like him talking about his butt. And then after that, he didn't say anything. So the next day, when we put Cameron to bed, we like routine and structure around our house. And so for his bedtime routine, we put him in bed and we put Brooklyn in bed and then we kind of a parent in each room and then we swap, which is super fun to do. As many of you moms know, doing like a morning routine or a bedtime routine by yourself, So when Eric's traveling or working, got to get creative. But normal nights, we swap. And so we read books and then they get in bed and then we sing them songs. So I was laying down next to Cameron and about to sing to him. And he's like, mom, my butt hurts. And I'm like, dude, what is the deal with your butt? Like, where is it hurting? What does it feel like? Again, going through the questions and he's like, well, I put a Lego in my butt. And so I took a minute and I'm like, going in my head, I'm like, is that even a thing? Like, there's no way that when he's at school, somebody would not have noticed him like inserting a Lego into his butt it's impossible. Right. So <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Like I, I wasn't sure what to say. So I just sat for a second. Cause I tried to not like be too reactive in these situations and just see how it plays out. So he's like, I put a leg on my butt. So we sit kind of in silence. And then I was like, wait. So, you put a Lego like in your butthole? And he was like, Yeah. And then he asked me, So, you know, what happens now? And I was like, Well, if you put it in your butthole, then you're going to poop it out. And so from this, my expectation was that he would be concerned about pooping or, you know, talk more about his butthole hurting or something about like his body and that function maybe. And this child responded to me and said, but mom, what if somebody needs to build A tall tower. (laughs) Oh, Cameron. So he was not worried about pooping a Lego. He was worried about there not being that specific Lego in order for somebody to build a tower with. And so that is where we're starting the corner cast with the story of Cameron and the Lego. And as funny as the story is, what I want to talk a little bit about today is the actual communication process with our children. When we communicate with our children, we have to give them more credit. And we have to stop making assumptions for them so often when I have conversations with both of my kids, and Brooklyn is not even two yet, but I really try to be conscious about not telling them how they're going to feel or putting my own experiences on them and instead asking questions. And I think that having effective communication with our children, it goes such a long way to build relationships with them. Because if you can have these types of conversations in which we're literally talking about him putting a Lego up his butt, which as a side note, there's no way that he actually put a Lego up his butt. My thought and Eric's thought was... Okay, maybe he like at school they were sitting on them like pretending to put them up there. I don't know, little boys are gross. Anyways, there was no actual Lego inserted. So if you're concerned about Cameron's butt, he's good. Anyways, if we can communicate with our children better by asking more questions, what happens is that it really fosters their creativity and their imagination. And so if you think about the things that you know and that you learn, imagine that you can just ask your children their opinion of things. And even if it's irrelevant, just to give them the freedom of knowing, hey, I have a voice, like mom thinks my opinion matters can really build their confidence. So I think that just in talking to your children, give them the opportunity to speak. Give them the opportunity to say whatever they need to say and understand that you will just listen without cutting them off or without putting in a piece of your advice that maybe isn't so relevant at that time. And of course it's our job to draw boundaries and we can do a really good job to help lead productive conversations with our children. But if we constantly just tell them and talk at them, nobody likes that. Like I don't like that. You don't like that. Nobody likes having a conversation in which they feel like they can't get a word in. And so we think that because they're children, oh, they don't know about that. You know, I have to teach them everything. And yes, it's most definitely our job to teach them. But also my children have been some of the greatest teachers for me. So when you are talking to your children, try to be conscious of, are you talking at them? Are you just giving them orders or are you asking them for feedback? Are you allowing them to explore a topic by asking questions? And it sounds like something so simple, you know, but I guarantee for a lot of us and myself included we can go back to a lot of conversations that we've had with our kids and it's just us being the parent telling them what to do or our opinion or our advice or what we think is right and yes again those boundaries are important and they have to we have to lay the foundation our job as parents is to lay that solid foundation for them and to take care of ourselves and be able to, you know, show them the way and be leaders by doing it ourselves. So effective communication requires that there is input from both sides. And that includes our children if you allow them to speak in conversations and if you ask them more questions instead of just speaking in statements, you make them more creative, you make them more confident, and you probably will get some really funny answers or sometimes some answers that make you think. One of the topics that I'm going to talk about on a future episode is having hard conversations. And it might honestly have to be multiple episodes just because there's so many different conversations, whether we're talking about death or whether we're talking about, you know, separation of a family or whatever that is. But part of the foundation that we are building in our children is teaching them how to communicate. And so with that, if they feel like they are forever silenced because we are forever just bossing them around and telling them what to do, they're not going to speak up to us. They're not going to come to us like we would want them to because they're not going to feel like they're heard. And if you think about it in a regular adult conversation, right? Nobody likes the conversation in which you can't get a word in or in which you feel like they are not hearing me i'm trying to express something and they are not hearing me so imagine that as a child who maybe can't fully express emotions yet who doesn't know exactly what they're feeling but if you foster that communication by asking questions and saying what is going on how how does it feel in your body or you know What made you feel that way? Asking questions about the environment, asking the appropriate questions helps them to find their voice. And when they find their voice, especially at a young age, that means you're raising adults that know how to communicate. And if you raise adults that know how to communicate, that means that we end up in a much different position than we're in right now. So the purpose and really what I want to encourage today is just to ask more questions. When you're communicating with your children, think about if you were talking to another adult. Obviously, they don't have the same years, the same experience. But if you see your child as an equal how would that make your conversations different? What would that allow for them to explore? If you know that in conversations, you can ask more questions and that will help them be more confident, help them understand themselves better and help them to be adults that can communicate all by choosing to kind of bite your tongue let them process and choose a question instead of a statement, it's a very small shift that has really big results. I know that none of us are going to do this perfectly. And it's hard to find that balance of laying those boundaries and putting down, here's what you can do and here's what you can't do. But within conversation, I think that you would be surprised at what our children actually know. When Cameron does something that he knows he's not supposed to do, instead of repeating for the 900th time, you're not supposed to do that. I will sometimes simply ask him, was that a good choice? Or how do you feel about that choice? And it gives him an opportunity to connect his own actions and take responsibility and ownership. So you're fostering something much bigger by just asking more questions. So don't doubt the abilities of your children. Don't make them feel small just because they are small, because they're brilliant. Sometimes like much smarter than we want them to be, right? <laughs> so that's really what I want to encourage you guys to do today is communicate with your children and practice effective communication by making it a goal to ask more questions. And those questions lead to bigger conversations and you might hear things from your children that you never thought were possible. Let them explore, let them be creative, and let them become confident. So that's what I got for you guys today. Communicate with your kids, ask questions, and see what they say. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's hard but the cool thing is is that you get to help foster these communications and you get to help navigate these communications because at the end of the day when you create an adult that can communicate about their feelings or about what's going on or step up for themselves because they've been encouraged to do so you laid the foundation for that and that's something that makes us feel really good as parents i hope that you guys are having a great week And thanks for being here in Kelsey's Corner. Thanks for coming to this first episode. And I have so many exciting topics coming. Um, We're going to talk about hard conversations. We're going to talk about... (laughs) things like baby sleep. We're going to talk about postpartum. We're going to talk about some division of household chores and the way that things work in our household. We're going to talk about disciplining our children. We're going to talk about time management as moms. We're going to talk about stress as moms. We are going to cover so many things and I'm excited to have these little mini episodes for you guys where I can just give you a straight to the point, give you good stories, hopefully make you laugh while also give you things that can just help you. So thank you again for joining me on the first episode and I will see you in the second. Make sure that you are following Kelsey's underscore corner on Instagram and also you can find Kelsey's corner on Facebook as well don't forget I see you I hear you and I am with you